Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Fulham and Brentford are through to the next round of the Cup. It's Thursday, the 17th of September. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pump Donaldson. Oh, you little pumped beauty. I squeezed in there. You gave me you gave me what can only be described as a suicide ball no. with very little room to manoeuvre. Nonsense, poopy pants. <laughs> I gave you a very accurate Iniesta-type pass. Right, yeah. and, and you uh, expected me to use my skills for good. Did you? All you had to do was say your name. Yeah. Like, what's the... <laughs> but I had to say it before the and music gets even, loud. He didn't even get that right. <laughs> no. He called himself Pump Donaldson. I had pump as... Donaldson is my Ponstanian. I had it as Pope Donaldson. Oh. <laughs> Thank Which you. Which I like the sound of. Yes. The smoke rising from the little chimney. We have found a new Pump Donaldson. <laughs> Pumpy Pump Donaldson. And we know because there's the smoke to prove it. Yeah. And my little hat, the, you know, the Pope's little hat, would yeah. open uh-huh. and go like that. Right. Hello, everyone. So my you... first sermon, uh-huh. I take to the balcony of the Basilica. It's funny, really. And I just go and they go, oh, Pump Donaldson, the Pope. Yeah, Normally, it's, it's better than we expected. Normally, the Pope's the one who dishes out the forgiveness, whereas you, my friend, <laughs> will be begging for it, yes, I feel. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. a very gassy Pope. <laughs> Short title. Yeah. Well, ladies I'm and... I'm tired. You're in fucking trouble, Marcus Mello, I tell you what. Am I? Yeah. Am I yeah. really? Yeah. He's got a big coffee in I've his hand. I've got a big coffee in my hand. It's from Have Greg's. you been to sleep? No. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at my coffee as if that was going to bring me the answer. <laughs> No. <laughs> Do you know Barack Obama won a Grammy? Um, what for? For his written, read out spoken. Book. Yeah. yeah. Is it one of four US he, presidents that have won a Grammy for such a thing? It's Ronan such a good Keaton listen. said that on the radio this morning. Did he now? Mm-hmm. Well, we all know you listen to Magic in the Morning. Uh huh. Either that or a wee bit of Ken Bruce on BBC Radio 2. A little bit of an insider secret. He pre records Fridays. There we go. Whoa. <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. 
Don't work for that company no more. All I'm over the place. Reveal the secrets of the magic breakfast mm. show. Go on, say something out. Say Burning bridges out with Pope Donaldson. I have, on more than one occasion, broken wind in the studio. <laughs> yeah, we realise that. Yeah, we know that. Pump yeah. Donaldson. Oh, right, okay. Right. I think it's time to talk about football, ladies get, and gentlemen. Get on with it. Sorry about... Right. <laughs> Deary me, you little... Sod. Um, the EFL Cup results are in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's been up all night like watching them come in. That's what it is, isn't it? Mother, and the resultometer. Mother, is the Carabao in? Is the Carabao present? You could do with some Carabao, couldn't I you? I know. Hey. Sod this coffee, I tell you what. Off-brand. Mm. Get back on it. Mm. Um, I'd like to start with West Brom beating Harrogate Town. Um, what a win for those uh, those WBAs. Mm. Um, they needed it because they lost, of course, Jim, their opening game of the season, yep. recently promoted, but they're back on the wagon. Mm. It's a good timing, really, isn't it? it is. I, I learned um, in the aftermath of this game that Kyle Edwards, um, the yes. West Brom player, did a... He, he, Released a song, didn't he? Released mm. a rap song after, right. um, as all the kids are calling them, a rap song. <laughs> on the um, TikToks. Yeah, yeah. Um, on, on the internet machines. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's done really, really well. And everyone's like, it's actually pretty good. It's quite good, yeah. yeah There's good on th- him. There are very few football raps that are decent. Doc Brown did a good FA Cup song. He did. And was there a bit in, it was obviously World in Motion, the famous one. Yeah. There's but very few football but that based rap. That's, there's a section. But, yeah. But this one's, it's coming out. It will mm. be out on Spotify and it's coming out. It's like coming It's getting out. official releases. It's coming stuff, out. So, yeah, oh, nice. Good on him, yeah. Um, Lovely old job. What about Andy Cole? He did a rap, didn't he? He did. Outstanding. Yeah. Mm. I, I found a picture and I'd, I'd, actually my sister sent it to me got, basically saying, Peter, what was going on here? Mm. And it was a picture of Andy Cole <laughs> yeah. with a Kalashnikov rifle yeah. on mm. a hotel roof. Sort of uh, Overlooking, overlooking the Tyne Bridge. And he's wearing a big leather jacket that had Pepsi Max written on his yeah. stripes. Like a promotional leather jacket. No idea what this is for. A you, lot going on. It mm-hmm. looked video game launchy. Uh, somebody yeah. made the point. And it, it, you do you do get invited to the, these sort of things if you're a footballer. So I've, I've done a few uh, presenting gigs at um, video game launches and, and footballers mm. will be there. And uh, and it's all a little bit weird. They don't know why they're there. They, they're not really interested in the game all that much. They just want their free carrier bag of nonsense. Stop, take stop it. doing oh. him a dis. Sir, <laughs> he, he was, was well the... known as the defender of Newcastle he was, when he sorry, was yeah. up there. He was okay. on the wall. He was just behind yeah. wall. He was protecting the city. Yes, with an AK-47. From little vagabonds turning up from Hartlepool, Peter. Well, evidently that... didn't do it good enough. He, he no. left before you turned up. <laughs> yeah. is quite clearly the Gaz case. is there with a chicken and a fishing rod. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jim. Gaz's militia taking on Andy Cole's militia. <laughs> Very strange. But if someone has got any intel, mm. can give me the full on the skinny, as the kids called it about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, on why Andy Cole was carrying a Kalashnikov in, in the late 90s, or, sorry, early 90s mm-hmm. uh, in Newcastle, let us know. There's got to be a story there. Mm. Um, but back to West Brom, Rakeem Harper scored a lovely one to get the scoring going. And then how mm. Robson Carnu got scored. a belter. Yeah, mm. it, was, it, was, it was fairly soon after the first belter. Rolling back the years. Oh, <laughs> we love a belter, don't we, just? Um, Kyle Edwards, though, what about that? Uh, bit of footwork to to assist the third goal. Beautiful stuff. Stunning looks a player, man. Jim. Looks mm. a looks a player. Looks a player and a rapper. Good on him. Yeah. Are there any other? Pl- no, we've just done that. Um, <laughs> Harrogate Town. Their nickname. So that Harrogate Town's nickname, quite wonderfully, is the Sulphurites due to the uh, the water's famous Spa. sulphur spring mm. water. Uh, the town spring, which I quite like. It's a good nickname. That mm. um, they. I, f- I find the. I, I think that the very idea of sulphur quite fascinating. Mm. It's got a beautiful hue to it. Yes. It's, it's, it's up there with ambergris with things I'd like to own. Yes. <laughs> is it as beautiful as Fulham Football Club's hue? Uh, w- do you mean Hugh Grant? Mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Okay. 
I, I Amber Gris or Hugh Grant? That's not a comparison you ever expect to make, is it? <laughs> if you, Amber Gris is whale sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's used in perfume if you're not aware. You can sometimes find a little uh, wheel, uh, wheel, a little whale tusk or something. Whale tusk? Or something. They don't have tusks. Uh, you can sometimes find uh, like seal, seal tusks in there. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a shame, isn't it? That's a shame. Leave. The whales have let us down there, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, leave the tusks alone for mm. crying out loud. Um, yes, Harrogate. Um, Harrogate, fascinating one. Because I, I'll be honest with you, I, I'd completely forgotten about the sort of the, the playoffs and promotions and so on because mm. of the pandemic going on and so forth. But they're a, they're a football league club now. For the mm. first time in their history, they beat Notts County in the National League Player Final in August, and uh, and they're up. Which is didn't we mention this back end? I'm sure we did, yeah. but I'm saying there's all sorts of nonsense going mm. on, um, which which I, I I found sort of uh, very interesting uh, indeed. And um, yeah, so they beat Notts County in the final. Speaking of Notts County, there was a story recently uh, Planet Football doing all about um, that time when they had lots of money mm. or, yeah. or supposedly Michael, yeah. Sven, Sven Sol Campbell we'll bring him up before you do uh-huh. but <laughs> it, it is funny to, to mention Casper Sven Schmeichel doing a bicycle kick and hitting the bar oh. yeah, yeah. Um, there was some quotes about Sven which I may okay. well have acquired yeah. okie dokie um, well, he, none of this was in the running are there no <laughs> West Brom not even no, in there no not even in there <laughs> He'd come, he sleep. he'd come in at lunchtime and watch training and I'd say he was quiet. He came across as a quiet bloke. Then you'd go into Nottingham on a Saturday night and he'd be sat there in the corner of a club with his section cornered off and he'd always wave you in. Please tell me the section was a part of the building. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be no drink- touchy ladies this is my section <laughs> there'd be drinks everywhere and you'd be sitting there thinking it's surreal this is you'd be sitting in a pub in Nottingham and Sven Goran Eriksson is buying your drinks <laughs> bottle of champagne's everywhere I, I, I love the fact Marcus that when you interviewed him he was quite shy about the whole kind of liking ladies aspect yeah, of his was, wasn't personality he? yeah <laughs> as we all are around you because you are very much the alpha male of the piece oh yes ladies and gentlemen <laughs> that is very very true um, so yes nice to hear uh, a little bit of Sven chat I think you'll agree. I, I went past um, Notts County and obviously uh, Forest Ground as well. Um, you forget how close they are. Hmm. Like it's a it's a hop, skip, and a jump. It's very underrated kind of like um, city centre uh, um, stadiums. Yeah, hmm. enjoyable. Well, the Dundees, of course, are quite yes, famous for that. Right, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, well, elsewhere in the cup, as I mentioned, Fulham went through as well, uh, and they they needed to get back on the wagon. So they started poorly, a bit like West Brom. There are parallels there, Jim mm. Campbell. I think mm. you will firmly agree. And Ipswich Town is always a difficult place to go. It was a magnificent win for those Lily White, <laughs> and uh, Mitrovic <laughs> got the a goal. Premier League side. Uh, <laughs> Only recently, though. Only recently. 50 goals in 102 mm. matches for Fulham. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's um, Mitrovic is an interesting one, though, isn't he? Because, you know... Ipswich is level. Well, well absolutely <laughs> that. Absolutely. And how do you... I mean, how do you feel about that, Marcus, as someone who's, got, who's mm. a keen fan of both Fulham mm. and Mitrovic? Do you, mm-hmm. do, you, do you think he's he's got enough to to be the, the thing that will keep you in the league keep me in the league keep you in the league mm. keep Fulham in the league um, well no there's going to be a lot more I mean of course he scored a few goals when they came up last time but they uh, it needs to be more of a collective effort but Petey you're with me on this Mitrovic could operate at a decent level in the Premier League it depends uh, how he is utilised yeah. I think that managers have um, successive managers have sort of found that he is sometimes a little bit limited and headstrong at times and it's difficult to um with the physicality of the Premier League. Rafa Benitez <laughs> found this. Okay, Rafa that's what you're going on. Why is Scott Parker not starting? Because he's got a little hamstring problem. Rubbish. Because mm. <laughs> he's hammy. injured. That's little why I did knob. Deary me. But it was a, it was a fabulous win for mm. Fulham. They march on uh, to the I'd, next round. Of the I'd like to see him have uh, a full season in the Premier League and, and really, really go for it. Yeah. Enjoyable. Absolutely right. Everton beat Salford City 3-0. 
Gary Neville was on comms. Mm. What do you think of that? Is that fair? Are we going well, to see I mean... Mike Ashley commentating on Newcastle United <laughs> oh, games? I'm all for that. Yeah. I, think, okay. I, I think the age of like neutrality should just go. Let's just go full <laughs> on doing, partisan now. The rest of the world's doing it. They're doing an interview. Yeah, exactly. We've all got skin in every bloody game going for crying out loud. They're doing interviews in the in the dressing room and Gary's going, that wall needs a paint. I'll have to get on <laughs> <laughs> oh, that plug looks a bit dirty. Yeah, hang on a minute. I can, I can, I've just got to nip down for half time to give him. Steve, a... <laughs> get out of our pay, will you? <laughs> I don't know. I actually, I, I uh, had a little chat with Gary Neville. You could mm. call it an interview, right? Um, and I said to I him, "Shout it through his letterbox." <laughs> At the end of his Did driveway. You say shout or shout? A little bit of both. Okay, it's got a lot of security up, I'm led to believe. Mm. So, um, But that's also despicable behaviour. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I asked him, this was a few years Poo ago. lasers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Someone shitting in the box again. Um, I asked him a few years ago, what are you going to do, Gary, when Salford City marched their way up through the tables and mm. then you've got to start commentating on them? What if, what if they played Manchester United? And he clearly hadn't thought about it. Right. Really? And he went, he went, oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting, like doing commentary or punditing on a Salford game. Oh, right. And I stumped him. Yeah. I stumped him with my, with my questions. Um, that one was specifically. Yeah, he did. I, and I, th- I think... I like to think that I prepared him for this moment. Yeah, <laughs> you know. he had a long run up at that, didn't he? <laughs> he, did, he well, really I guess. Did. He, well, I guess he, if he does it now, once they're in the championship, which is very doable because all of the clubs are going out of business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if they get in there, like he, he will at, at some point possibly commentate on a ma- on, on another match, and it's like, I already did it back in the day, so don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Good win for Everton, though, nonetheless. Mm. Brentford beat Southampton. What about mm. that? What a win for those bees against uh, the Mighty Saints. Uh, and they march on as well. It's a good Scant win. Scant consolation mm. well, for not playing them in the Premier League. Well, say. I mean, I don't think it's sort of one or the other. You know, the new season starts and off they go. Mm. I wouldn't call it a consolation, would you? Mm, well, I mean, I mean, it is a consolation in that Southampton were, were at full strength. They, they played some decent players. Mm-hmm. So, well mm. done them. Well yeah. done the bees. I think there's, you know, you know, I've, you always would rather be in a cup than not. But I think... If ever that is going to be stretched, it's this season, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, With exactly. Fixed to pile up. Yeah, that's true. Mm. So I think you know there's silver linings for anyone, anyone going out here. Yeah, we had another mammoth penalty shooter as well. Mm. Uh, we had sort of Bournemouth beat Crystal Palace, Leeds uh, against Hull City, uh, an enormous penalty shooter, a nine-eight on pens. I think the, the Leeds keeper, um, what's his name, Castilla, he scored a penalty. I can forget now who scored because the keepers in Palace and Bournemouth. Yes, as well. that's right. But I'm not sure if the Hull City keeper scored. Anyway. Or, or took one. They won nine eight, and um, uh, uh, Wilkes was excellent. Former Leeds United midfielder was was superb in the m- middle of the pitch. Now Peter, with that type of defending, are Leeds going to go down in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how's how's Twitter been this week? Leeds, Leeds are in. <laughs> Leeds are in. When we did a show, when we did a show, they go to the Champions. When we did a, when we did a football ramble live show in Leeds, uh, mm. somebody in the front row went, "Leeds are in." Yeah, that was that was just as we sat down. Wasn't yeah. it? that was the first thing anyone heard. Yeah, and also, so... we were in Leeds. Yeah, which yeah. was fully ex- expected. <laughs> we did a show. We're in Leeds, if anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. football rambles in would yeah. be more to sort of spin it. Yeah, when we did the show in Chicago, mm. shout Leeds are in there because oh, okay, there's a bloke from Leeds. What I would like to say that me and Vish, like naughty little boys, are having a bit of fun about Leeds United. Yeah, and we didn't realise that Leeds United fans mm-hmm. are obviously going to be listening to every fucking podcast going yeah, on listen. the first weekend oh, of their Premier League they debut listen. and regularly watching their team <laughs> yeah. and having informed opinions on them. Who would have thought? I eh? do not come here to espouse informed opinions. <laughs> I come here to do 
jokes about poo lasers mm-hmm. and Gary Neville. Right, so. and fair and, enough. And you've done them. And I've done them. Excellent. Okay, okay but uh, but Leeds did go out the cup, Peter. So, go, uh, yeah, so once if again, they are going, what, so they can concentrate on getting out the league, can't they? Once again, Pete. I'm doubling down. Has <laughs> last laugh. Doctor Defensive is in. <laughs> <laughs> excellent but, stuff. Uh, but but uh, Wilkes uh, Wilkes was excellent in the middle. It was an incredible performance, and um, he, he's obviously had, had a trouble past. Hopefully, he's sort of leaving mm-hmm. that behind a little bit. Honeyman as well. Oh. Oh, the only honey man I respect on the field, though, is obviously the honey monster who played under Kevin Keegan in that advert. Oh, yes. I remember back in the day. I so remember, uh, yeah. so uh, he, he, he's going toe-to-toe with my honey friend, <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think that that is a nice way to round off uh, mm. the uh, EFL Cup results, everybody. So if your team didn't get through bad luck this year, there's mm. always next year. Okay. Um, I'd like to bring Dean Smith to the table. Come on in, Dean. Um, <laughs> Have you met Dean? <laughs> he, he he thinks Villa should be challenging for, for Europe. Yes. Jim Campbell. Not immediately. Mm-hmm. We but should we should make clear. Let's do him because he's not in it, is he? No, let's do him a disservice. He All right, thinks yeah. that Villa <laughs> should be, him. He, he thinks they should uh, be winning <clears throat> the Champions League or Europa League next season. Yeah. Um, no, he he was talking about that their 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 past, you know, they obviously won the European Cup in 1982 and mm. he was saying, you know, I'm not going to necessarily say I'm going to lead a team to that, but that has to be the aim to plan yeah. over the next 5 or 6 years to be challenging in Europe and, and things like that. You can see what he means. If, yeah. if you're a supporter, if you're a player, that's exactly what you want to hear. Completely. And the, 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 a pedigree doesn't automatically, obviously, qualify you, or nor should it, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for the upper echelons of football. But Villa are what you would call uh, an established... To, to, to a great extent, as anything can be established in the Premier League, uh, an established um, uh, a top league force. And... Anyone looking at that Premier League last season, I know COVID kind of gave mm-hmm. them, uh, obviously Villa going into it were, were, were pretty much down and then mm-hmm. they just turned it around with some pretty good performances post. But <clears throat> I think anyone um, anyone above 17th can sort of look at the top 10 and go, we could probably squeeze into that. Mm-hmm. Well, there is some Dora Ross in the middle. Villa, Villa <laughs> in particular, because they've, they've got fairly wealthy owners. They've spent a fair bit of money this summer as well, yeah. which, which implies that, you know, even with COVID, those owners are... Are, you know, are, are willing and able to spend money. So well, why shouldn't they be looking well, at that? As, as he says, they've won the, the European Cup before. Obviously, it was in 1982, so it's mm-hmm. you know not uh, necessarily relevant uh, to to the modern game. But still, it shows the stature of the club and the pedigree they've had in the past, and, mm-hmm. and they've got a big fan base. Why not aim for it? And Nassif, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's nice to hear some positivity, actually, isn't it? It what, is. Whatever Nassif, uh is it Soares? Soares mm-hmm. um, said. Obviously, this week to uh, Grealish to get him to resign. Mm. Obviously, obviously, maybe it got Grealish got Grealish excited. So maybe there's a, a cash injection <laughs> being prepared. Maybe the, maybe the nurse is flicking the cash injection <laughs> as we speak. Okay. Yeah, so they're what? just loving it down there. Jack Grealish has signed. They're like, yeah, we're going to win the European Cup, <laughs> not now, but within five years. <laughs> All right, so it's <laughs> full of the joys of so second spring. Plan mm. out the next five years for them then. From where they are now to challenging in Europe. Right, who are they playing next? <laughs> Start there. <laughs> three this points. Is the, this is the longest job interview ever. <laughs> All right. Three points on Saturday. <laughs> That's where we start yeah, this journey. Exactly. And, when it, and it's true. Good on them. It is true. Good I feel on that Dean. they might have to repeat that first step over and over again. Mm. But that's fine. You know, you've got to try until uh, until you get there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, go on, Dino. Yeah. Sacked by November. Now, uh, let's move on. <laughs> 
I hope not. It's a man's job. You're laughing at there, Jim Crow. <laughs> um, sadly, we do have to go a little bit more serious now. Macclesfield Town um, has been wound up in the EFL. Um, yeah, it's it's not looking good. I mean, a judge told in court that the club owed more than five hundred thousand pounds and decided they should be wound up. I mean, it, it's just it's becoming a little bit more <clears> regular. <throat> this, but then we've been saying this for a few seasons now. Mm-hmm. So is it becoming more regular? Well, it's, I mean, it's just a thing now. Very sad. It is, but also. You know the knock-on effects of COVID are are happening as as people sadly predicted they would, mm-hmm. which is that it's really really affecting a lot of clubs, and we we may not be out the other side of that yet. And Macclesfield are unfortunately the latest victims of that, it would seem. Mm-hmm. I mean, South End have, have just received a, a sort of stay of execution. They may may, may very well go go the same way, and and they they just owe and a ridiculous amount of money for that for that level, mm-hmm. and um, that there are no safety nets anymore, and mm-hmm. I think people need to be cognizant of that fact and, and, and people need to run their finances in that way but there isn't just not enough money um, trickling down you know we're a big fan in, in, in capitalist states of, uh, yeah. of, of it, trickle down economics it'll work it'll it work. will work one if day if Liverpool are fine then yeah. why is everybody worried it's never I can't think it'll of anywhere it'll trickle down it'll, but it, it, it's you know it's a bit like the old Black Adder <laughs> we're going over the top again but we've done this what 42 times before or something like that and that's the genius of it It will one day it's going to work um, <laughs> but well I mean we talk about you know obviously uh, losing Macclesfield Town a, a, a huge a 146 year old uh, yep. history Um uh, the Daily Mail with, went with a different angle. Uh, Manchester United defender Max Taylor sees loan move to Macclesfield Town collapse after National League side, uh, see, National League side were, were wound, wound up in the high court. So obviously mm. that's the real casualty. Max Taylor's loan wow, move. What an empathetic. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude, talking about Macclesfield Town being wound up. Mm, how can we get a click on the store? Let's print Ban United. Yeah, put on your, yeah, 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 that's yeah. the yeah, angle. My goodness, yeah. John Askey, the former manager who led them to promotion back to the Football League in 2017-18, is still owed a fair amount of money from, from them. Mm. That shows you the kind of extent of the problem, you know, a couple of years ago and, and so on. They were docked 17 points. The season just gone for breaching regulations related to not paying wages, which, of course, meant they finished bottom of League Two. And it is it is such a shame. And in these towns, you know, the, a football club is a huge thing. Just even yeah. if even if it is just you know, well, people like going to watch the ruddy as football. an employer as, as well as an employer in the community, so on and so forth. But it just sounds like we're saying the same old things again. Yeah, yeah. but they're still valid. Those <laughs> things that you know that, that people are saying about it. So um, yes, uh, a, a big shame there, um, ladies and gentlemen. Right, okay, let's uh, finish the first half, uh, and after which we're going to go to Tottenham Hotspur. See oh. you in a moment. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Got an email here. From John Glynn to kick us off. JG. second half. JG. Johnny G. Jay Glynno says, Hi all. I love Clive Tilsley. <laughs> That's how That's you it. get it. That's in. how you get That's in. That's the whole email. Cheers, John. Uh, no, he goes on. Oh, he goes on. Um, apparently there's some more relevant stuff John's got okay. to say. Um, I'm an American and unfortunately Clive isn't well known in common circles. I thought he was going to say, I'm an American and unfortunately Clive isn't. <laughs> I am a real American. Hmm. Fight for the rights of every man. Tildo. My best friend and I came to view football as though it was permanently narrated by Clive. Absurd as it might be to an English view of things, FIFA 07 on the PS2 was really my introduction to football. Yeah. In the American version, at least, Clive was the lead commentator joined by Andy Gray. He was. Andy Gray. And I hate saying that. Yes. Um, my friend and I played so much FIFA in our freshman year of college, we started imitating Clive's commentary in everyday life, regardless of whether it made sense. At times, my friend and I will still greet each other on the phone with one of Clive's frenzied goal announcements. It's there! Um, like that. Anyway, last May, against all the odds, I got married. Don't do yourself a disservice, John, you fine stallion. You pumped beauty. Uh, and the same guy I played FIFA with was my best man. He gave a great speech by his own merit, but the ending was unbelievable. He actually got Clive Tilsley to say a few words for my wife and I. At just 33 seconds long, hearing a clip of Clive was the closest I've come to feeling there's a plan to the universe. He gave a rundown of the parties to the marriage. My wife was a First Division champion. Champions League calibre, while well, I was simply not in her league, adding this is a mismatch, let's face it, to many laughs from Americans, the overwhelming number of whom who had no idea who Clive Tilsley was. <laughs> Love that be from so Tildo. Yeah. I mean, was he in vision? That's what I want to know. Yeah. It's like one of those cameo things. Yeah, it possibly was, wasn't it? Mm. Further evidence that Clive Tilsey is just a very lovely man. He yeah. is a very lovely man. Even well, if he will undermine you on your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think Limmy did a piece, uh, did a little sketch where he started talking, not really a sketch, it was kind of one of his uh, piece to camera kind of soliloquies where he sort of said, imagine if like, uh, somebody said to the bride that, not in this blocks league. You're not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, in the yeah. He would ruin the wedding. <laughs> Absolutely ruin it. Oh dear. Well, yeah. So Johnny G said it was all done out of the kindness of Clive's heart. You, you kind of forget. I think when um, <clears throat> when when footballers join Newcastle United and they uh, uh, sorry bringing Newcastle United. Well, yeah, 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 why not? Need to, why not? It's eh? very much the prism in which I view football um, and have done for the rhythm of my life. And there lies um, the problem. <laughs> that's why I cry. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's weird. What, what, what prism uh, through what prism you you fo- view football and your f- earliest experiences of football um, uh, FIFA uh, and also um, when, when people join Newcastle United players uh, to, to, to be very precise um, they've, they've watched the goal film and they always sort of yeah. lately there's, it's in vogue to sort of name check the, the, the goal film that's why they knew about Newcastle United mm-hmm. if they perhaps weren't from, from the UK so I think um, it, it, it's really interesting all the way in the States where probably FIFA's not a, 
a big deal. FIFA or seven as well back mm, in the day yeah. on the PS2. That would have been probably quite, quite niche, hard to come by. I mean, it's obviously Madden and the NFL and the uh, uh, mm-hmm. those kind of players, the basketball players, uh, games that are obviously um, a bigger deal out there. But yeah, I, I love people experiencing football. Uh, and, and people that we sort of think are very sort of national uh, treasures uh, abroad. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Ian Dark. He's a huge... Yes. Uh, not what about a hero, but he, he, no, that he's commentary... Very, he's sort of the voice of, um, mm-hmm. of, of football to a lot of people out there, isn't mm. he? But I think also, though, there was that moment in... Which World Cup was it? 2010, perhaps, when mm. America... Yeah, it would have been when they when they sort of scored against Algeria or something and they and they... Went through or the commentary he did around that time. They thought it was very unbiased from an English point of view because England were in the same group as the mm. US. There was something like that. Yeah. I'm sure uh, uh, Americans know what I'm talking I about. Like that, is that, is that uh, Geordie Block who uh, does Ray Hudson? Ray Hudson who does yeah. that kind of flower. I'm glad that he's not over here. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, they've if, got John Beresford. If that's you do say. want to email us, show at footballramble.com. I don't know if you've heard, but that's a new email address, show mm. at footballramble.com. Uh, now, gentlemen, off to Tottenham Hotspur where Eric Dyer is worried. Oh, he's very concerned, fella. Uh, poor little Eric, um, about the scheduling of uh, Spurs' fixtures. And you can understand this because they seem to have to play about... Nine, it's nine in 21, possibly. It's... <laughs> nine in 21, tears. What's that about? That's so, that's they, so much football. And yeah. they don't have that deep a squad, you would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Well, they might what, be deepening it soon, but well, still. Well, well what mm. you need, if you've got a lot of games... You want a, a reliable player whose match fitness is is, is, is very good. Like n- never seen an injury. Never seen very, an injury. Very, very terrible, yeah. So uh, who are they going to get in to help them out with mm-hmm. this gym? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A man with his own jet. To be fair, <laughs> they've all got. He can jets. help out. They've all got jets, haven't they? Well, I mean, probably at that level, but mm. I wouldn't say they've all got jets. Most of them do. Most of them do. Yeah. Mitrovic has got a jet, has he? Mm, probably could do. I'd see him in like a little biplane going, <laughs> I don't need the flying cap on. of turbines. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Gareth, but well, well, you didn't mention him, you, you chatted about that. So, um, yes, the deal hasn't been uh, signed, sealed and delivered just yet, but we're very oh, much yes. looking forward mm. to seeing him in a Spurs shirt. But yes, an awful lot of fixtures uh, to play. They've got, you know, big trips away in, in, mm. in the Europa League and, and, and so on and so forth. Don't shit the bed the previous season and you won't end up in the Europa League, is my advice. <laughs> well, even if you're in the Champions League, you might have to, to go away yeah. quite far and wide. Yeah. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. I, I rescind my yeah. objection. Is that right? Yes. Well, well, there's some, a first. Somebody first. has to catch themselves in that situation, <laughs> don't they, Pete? So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I've had a few man. coffees. I have to do it myself. <laughs> all I'm saying is I hope I hope that we get a documentary about this season as well. Mm. All that footage that they're going to have to edit of all these games. Well, I mean, the, the bail transfer. Just, I'm, just, I'm not going to uh, talk about what, you, what everyone talked about yesterday, but I mean, yeah, it seems like very much an Amazon move for me yeah indeed yeah yeah <laughs> just so <see> cynical <laughs> get me on the telly come on Peter a little bit more coffee um, do you see Pochettino wasn't happy with his lack of involvement in uh, in the Amazon uh, documentary All or, all or where, Nothing where do we see him well we know this because uh, Melissa Reddy on her new podcast Between the Lines is is out now and, uh, and, and she spoke to Poch do you know what let's play a little clip of the great man Maurizio I, I have to ask because you know we speak about being emotionally involved about opening yourself up and giving a piece of yourself how weird has it been to watch have you watched the the amazon documentary and has it been weird to watch how things ended and to watch what has happened since you've left we feel responsible because it was uh, very difficult to to say yes to open the door to amazon 
to came to Tottenham in a very difficult moment for us. And of course, I feel sorry for Jesus because I spent time from seven o'clock in the morning trying to, to help uh, the Amazon people to make that all work with the player, with the staff, with everything. And to be honest, after 25 minutes uh, watching, I think Jesus appeared one, one time with me next to me. Oh, absolute piss take. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to really feel for Pochettino. Um, and and Jesus. Oh, oh, very much so in that situation. I mean, he's essentially where... the producer. Yeah, well, quite, but not yeah. just for that, but just obviously, you know, leaving a club in, in any circumstances, it's, it's rare that it's that it's a triumph when someone leaves a position, mm. isn't it? And so obviously it was a difficult time in, in both their personal lives. So to then... to to have a documentary about that, it yeah. must be such a difficult watch. You can't blame them, really. But to put it's it a na 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 na. Hey, goodbye. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, hey, Zeus, goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, to do all the groundwork, and then Mourinho just comes in and goes, um, "You know that show you had planned? Well, it's essentially an audience with Jose Mourinho." Yeah. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Um, but yeah, it's worth checking out uh, mm. uh, Melissa Reddy's new podcast, Between the Lines, uh, where, where she has a, an interesting chat with uh, Pochettino. I, I know for a fact with that interview, he was not expecting it to be filmed and he had to go and put a polo shirt on. Oh, is that right? <laughs> and he right. looks bloody fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, tell, you tell Poch to be camera ready, one minute, he's ready. He and is. he looks Amazing. Exactly, yeah. Obviously, Between the Lines is a new Stakhanov uh, production, so search Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy in your podcast app to listen and subscribe now. Good. Um, it, it, it is. Um, I, I think he also talks about, uh, looking back on, on, on rooming with Diego Maradona while at Newell's Old Boys. Hosteling with it, Diego Maradona. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he didn't sleep for a couple of days. No, just in. If, you, in if you're awe, going to hide to... in the air conditioning, Diego, <laughs> <laughs> that shit's going to get distributed. Indeed, indeed. Mm. Um, what about uh, the, the, the chat that um, with Gareth Bale potentially coming in um, with with Deli Ali maybe on the move? I mean, it's all speculation. He mm. could be made captain by the time this yeah. podcast comes out. West Ham by Christmas. West yeah. <laughs> Ham. Uh, it just seems like one of those signings. Well, yeah. I think with respect to West Ham and a little bit of derision, um, <laughs> Deli Ali could probably get himself a better move than that. Mourinho has said that um, he's got no problem with Deli Ali, but Mourinho's funny like that, isn't he? Normally, mm-hmm. the dreaded vote of confidence comes from a chairman about a manager, but like if it comes from Mourinho, <laughs> yeah. you're like, I am toast. Yeah. I am potentially toast. Well, Luke, Luke I am Charles, sat Luke here Charles like a bit right. of bread by a toaster. Lucio's <laughs> all right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's, he's moved up. But Mourinho does this. There was that story mm. uh, Vita Bayer, I think it was. I think it was Vita Bayer when he was the great Portuguese goalkeeper and it was in goal at Porto. When Mourinho turned up at the club at Porto, he hadn't, bear in mind, he hadn't managed that long. He wasn't the mm. Mourinho we all know uh, and and know uh, now. But uh, but he turned up and I think Vita Bayer it was interpreted that he sort of challenged Mourinho's leadership. He was like the big man at the club. Mm. Mourinho was looking for any way to kind of stick one on him, uh, you know, figuratively speaking. And so I think, I can't remember, it was like for a month he put him out on loan or trained with a reserve or something. Just like, bang, Mm. have Mm. that. And Vita was like, what the hell, you know? And then, and then, when he came back after that, of that a spell away, Mourinho greeted him like a long lost lover. Yeah, he was like, oh, come back. He's like, you did this to me. Yeah, you know, stop <laughs> gaslighting me. But it is, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing. So, I, I don't have a problem with uh, Deli Ali. We're talking about your memories of Bobby Robson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what we wanted. Yeah, soundbite we wanted. Now it sounds like you do have a problem yeah. with him. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him. But I, I feel oh. like it wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing for Deli Ali to move now, would it? 
I mean, there's, there's talk that it could be a lone move. On the pitch, I'd take him everybody. on the pitch move. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I, 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 it does feel like he's perhaps stood still a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a very, very talented player, but I feel like perhaps a move somewhere might even just benefit would, would it be fair to really? say that um, more talented and hard-working players have um, joined the club around him and he is no longer the focus? He's a very talented He is very player. talented. So that, uh, that's why I think I agree with you. I think a move would be good for him. He's slightly misfiring, but I mean, you'll have some mm. big clubs in for, for mm, yeah. if indeed that, that is the case, but it's, mm. it's, it's hard to tell. Um, speaking of all this sort of speculation and transfers and all that kind of stuff, um, did you see that, uh, that apparently uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has told Jaden Sancho, we're close to a deal. Mm. We're very close. Don't tell anybody, Jaden. Don't tell. Is someone else in the room? Why do we know about this? <laughs> yeah. You see what I mean? We're close to the deal. We saw you playing in the internationals. <laughs> So we've lowballed them even further. <laughs> oh, these wicked whispers. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, Ollie? Are you going to sign anybody? Well, I've told Jaden Sancho we're really close to a deal. No, you shouldn't you've be that honest. what? <laughs> oh, God. Ed, you've got to get better at this. Yeah. I would not want Ollie going to start whispering at me because he looks like a haunted boy. <laughs> I'm a European folk tale. Yeah. Yeah, with that little. Played by Andy Serkis. Uh huh. <laughs> You're going to win the cup. <laughs> Are we going to win the cup? Um, excellent. Okay. Well, uh, gentlemen, let's finish uh, with this. FC Emmons shirt sponsor. Um, this is a Dutch side, of course, a story from a Voetball International. I'm sure that's how it's pronounced, the Dutch football magazine. Voetball International. Um, uh, the KNVB ruled that uh, Eredivisie side, FC Emmen, uh, finished, who finished 14th last year, could not have Easy Toys as their main sponsor. They specialise in accessories for the bedside table. Sex lamps. Over to Pete Donaldson. <laughs> uh, I, I, mean, I agree with Jim. I mean, bedside table, bedside yeah. drawer. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, not on the. T- I mean, you're talking wireless charger, inhaler, mm-hmm. in my case, and lamp. <laughs> Never yeah. three things on my bedside table. Mm-hmm. Let's not hear about what you got in your drawer. And yeah, I, but, I, I, but mind you, um, you did uh, notice that I dropped a bit of trash out of my pocket earlier, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, crazy cucumber I'd bought. Not a sex toy, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, what is that? It's a stress ball that kind of resembles a, a sex toy, to be quite frank. Right. A cucumber. Was, I saw it in the garage, and I went, I'm buying that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good. Squeeze me, it says. I'll have that. I'm a crazy cucumber. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm fascinated by the bedside element of these toys because perhaps this is just for very, very confident people. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we're into we're into getting off. So (laughs) the um, display these things. Is it being upfront and honest, Jim? Yeah, it is. Would you call that refreshing? I would call it refreshing. And frankly, Marcus, (laughs) I don't know why we haven't led with this. (laughs) You started with. With Harrogate Town to squeeze yeah. in some nonsense. Sorry about that, everybody. I think I think any kind of uh, marital aids. Uh, why are we sort of like, in the past, uh, football has advertised cigarettes, <laughs> booze, yeah. you know, mm. all kinds of... And, 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 and why, this is why, the why, Netherlands why, why is as well. So, I know. <laughs> of all yeah. the countries that Jeez. would say... Oh, no, no. They should have actual images yeah. of the products in question. Definitely. We will do Different anything. ones for different players. We will Commensurate do... to their size. <laughs> Strapped to players. Strapped why the hell not? Not, you know, just go go nuts. It was something like five hundred grand a year. They should measure VAR by it. <laughs> Six inches, <laughs> the average. Uh, oh. Five hundred five hundred grand to... a year they've missed up missed out on there. Yeah. It's not insignificant for this club. No. And unfortunately for them, they have missed out because no. of a, a perceived kind of, I suppose, um, 
I guess, lack of decency in the product. Mm. And as you say, Pete, other things are advertised. Grow mm. up, you children. Yeah, you, you prudes. Plumbing you European married children. white houses. <laughs> You're calling the Dutch prudes, are you? <laughs> Weirdly, I am. Yes, I know. It's 2020 delivers again. <laughs> it's, it's a Dutch sponsorship for crying out loud, yeah. people. This should be allowed. Um, but yeah, they said the client, it can't work with easy toys. No. I, I mean, I'm worried that it might be part of the EasyJet company and they're bright orange. Oh. 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 No. What's his name? Not Scopolos, that's a place. Stelios. Stelios, there we go. Is he mm. still in charge at EasyJet? I don't know. Ah. Should really find that out, shouldn't we, for next time on the show? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so no easy toys or hard toys. Because <laughs> um, um, you are a married man. Mm. Grow up. Yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> on tomorrow's show, <laughs> I'm back with Vish and Andy. Nice. You two chumps aren't there. Yep. All right. I'll What's going to happen? What's going to happen in the game? Are we going to do Luke's game? Or are we going to do another game? Tune in to find out. Mm. It's, it's going to be absolutely enthralling. Whatever <laughs> happens, I can absolutely promise you that. Give him a hard sell, Marcus. Oh, give him an easy toy sell. That's what I say. Right, everybody. <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, PTD. Ta-ta. And it's goodbye from me, too. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. 